This episode of the Chicken Nick Show is brought to you by The Beanery. Did you know that The Beanery fresh roasts all of their coffee beans in Sarpy County, Nebraska? That's just one of the many reasons that you should go there to get some of their hot and cold drinks, their smoothies. You can also email them about their coffee truck, info at thebeanerycoffee.com. They've got a handful of locations, Ashland, Gretna, Papillion, and 168th and Giles. It's the Beanery, serving people coffee. This episode of the Chick and Nick podcast that you're about to listen to is brought to you by Fairberry. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. Whether you're at home or at Memorial Stadium, celebrate your Husker pride with Fairberry premium quality hot dogs. Find Fairberry products throughout Nebraska at your local Hy-Vee. The Shiganick Podcast is brought to you by Pillar Exteriors. They are family-owned and operated. They've been serving the Omaha area's construction needs for over 25 years. It's a complete exteriors company. Roofing, siding, windows, gutters, quarterbacking, offensive coordinating, defensive coordinating, fundraising, athletic training. Isn't that right, Chick? Is that all that they do or no? Is it just... Is it just roofing, siding, windows, gutters, and more? Just help me out real quick. One word. Ugh, I don't know about that. Okay, thank you, Brock Heward. From the top of the roof to the concrete you walk on, Pillar Exteriors covers you with strength and integrity. 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. It's Pillar Exteriors. Baker McCarthy standing. Loads of time for McCarthy. Now he wins it downfield. To the end zone, Roman Wilson. Who's got a touchdown? Wow! McCarthy doubles out of the pocket and launches. End zone, Wilson! That had a vapor trail on it! I told him we just got our fannies waxed. That's exactly right. Nothing but a fanny waxing. There to get your Saturday started in Lincoln, Nebraska. Complete waxing. Complete. Thorough. That was a that was a full body waxing. Yes. That was not just, hey, should we take a little off your eyebrow? How about we do every crevice in my body? No hair left behind. That was the kind of waxing that was going on. I mean that keep in mind. Starters were pulled after the first series of the third quarter. J.J. McCarthy was kissing his girlfriend on the sidelines. That that's something that I didn't I didn't really think about until I heard I think Sam McEwen bring up the point that like yeah it ended forty five to seven, and that was Michigan showing some Katsopolis here, right? There's no question about it. They they decided to cut it out. <laughs> Joseph Katsopoulos, and allow J.J. McCarthy to, instead of, you know, scoring on the field, he scored on the sideline. So, J.J., where would you rather score? Touchdowns or with your girlfriends? Like, my girlfriend coach like, all right, J.J., you're done for the day. You want to have your receivers kiss the goalpost, or you want to go kiss your girlfriend? <laughs> I mean, if, they, if, they, uh, if they would have wanted – they, I mean, that could have been – 65 nothing if they wanted to 
If they really the wanted to. The country. It's the best. Michigan is the best team in the country. <laughs> and that's if you want to know how far you have to go. That's what it was. Oh, that's what man. it was. on the field. I did multiple interviews this week. I did a, a Sirius XM 84 interview. And they're asking me about Nebraska and Michigan. And, you know, are they going to cover this? And my my response was, I just don't know how Nebraska is going to score. Right. Because they could score against Louisiana Tech. Right. It was, they, it was challenging. They had been shut out in three fir- two first halves leading up to Michigan. They got shut out at Minnesota in the first half, shut out in the first half against Colorado. So the two power conference teams they had played, they had not scored in the first half. And Michigan's obviously light years better. So I remember I made that comment to Bo last week. I said, what's the, more likely to happen? Nebraska scores zero points or scores 21 points? And it was like, oh, obviously zero points. But here's the thing. It's one thing to know that an outcome is possible. It's another thing to experience it. Because even though I think I predicted 30-7, to seven, I actually kind of thought Nebraska's defense would like put up a little bit of a fight, get them to hang in there for a little bit, you know. But so I, I while I thought this outcome was on the table, man, I thought... I thought it would be more competitive, and I found myself really disappointed, really frustrated, and I, and a lot of it I know has nothing to do with like Matt Rule. Like I am having a really hard time wiping the slate clean from Riley, my Riley baggage, my Frost baggage. My t- I'm having a really hard time coming into it and knowing. I know how I should think and how I should feel. Be patient. Let Rule build this thing. Calm down. You understand the injuries. You understand Michigan, all those sorts of things. But I'm just being honest. Like, I am not doing well with that at all. At all. I'm, I'm, my appetite for more of like that, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's, cause we're in this cycle of like, I'll wait till next year. It'll be better next year. Just, just give it time. We've been giving it time for a long time and it's not getting better. And so I'm having a hard time couple of things here. One is kissing your girlfriend during a game, the most ultimate sign of disrespect. I'm putting that on the pole. Pretty high. It's pretty, it's pretty high up there. The only thing that would be worse is if they start kissing your girlfriend. That's the only thing that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> the only – J.J. McCarthy, if you had been kissing, like, Heinrich Harburg's girlfriend, now that's – that's another level. Hey, J- Sims, isn't that your girlfriend over there? Oh, uh, No! <laughs> Dang it! I lost my lost my job and my girl. I'm the backup quarterback. We're down thirty-five nothing. JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy's kissing my girlfriend. I've had it with this jump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it is. That's how it is. I do. We do have audio of Matt Rule when Roman Wilson caught his second touchdown of the day. (laughs) Oh, man, that's tough. That is tough. Oh, man. Here's the good thing, though. Here's the good thing. There's no dragging you along on this. You know, there's not, like, teasing you with, like, hey, we were in it against Michigan. It's like, no, you get to see it It bones and all. Yeah. It's it's bared for everyone to see. Yeah, it was a wrap. This thing is is a rebuild. 
And there's no, hey, we we nearly took down Ohio State. No, that's not going to happen. Um, well, you don't play Ohio State, but, but, but more importantly, it's not close. And so you're either in it for the long haul or you're not in it at all. Yeah. And that's that's how this is right right now. I think in, in years past it was, hey, maybe this will be next year. Maybe it'll be two years. I've said it's at least three, and I, I think that's I think that's where this is. It's just unfortunate that the society is not built to wait. No, no, and you're going to have to wait for this one. And and that's where it's both. You know, the people do need to be patient, but it's also, I mean, a lot of like the human existence is like knowing what you should do, but it's still hard to do it. You know, like I think everybody yeah. everybody knows they see how just the how void they are of top shelf talent how void they are of top shelf skill talent in particular and that the lines still have a long ways to go everybody knows that but it's still hard to to feel that way cuz it's cuz you're right like i think one of the things that and i i don't know i guess this year i'm i'm being just brutally honest after every game and I'm w- willing to be like listen if different if uh, different outcomes unfold then I'll probably arrive at a different state of mind but I think I think what's hard for me right now is I think I am struggling to see how it necessarily gets better next year. Oh, I don't think it gets dramatically better next year because right? Um, I mean because like are Nebraska's the best players on Nebraska's roster next season, are they currently on Nebraska's roster or are they currently on somebody else's roster? I, I think the best players on Nebraska's roster next year, the year after, might be seniors in high school today. Like I, I and you're talking about the portal yeah. specifically. It better be. I'll put it that way. They better be on someone else's roster. I guess, that, and so and that's kind of like the equally comforting and concerning thing. You know, because that's what's weird about this thing. Like the 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 overall roster, Schick, like players one through ninety. Overall, it's a young roster, but it's an older it's an older veteran starting twenty two. Like you go across the board, Anthony Grant, Marcus Washington, Billy Kemp. The entire starting offensive line before they got hurt, Irvin and Ramir Johnson. You go to the defensive side of the ball, Reimer, Henrich. You know, uh, you go to Polar Bear, Ty Robinson, all these guys, they're not young. So it's not like one of those things where you're like, I'm playing, playing a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, they're taking their licks, but get ready for, for them to take a big leap next year. It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's necessarily quite like that. So I'm just going through it. I'm going through some tough times right now. Because, man, and that's what's so stupid about it. It's like, I, I mean, good golly, they played a team that could win the national championship and got crushed, and it's like, well, what are you so upset about? And it's like, it's not necessarily about Michigan. It's not even necessarily about rule. It's just like, oh, it's just a culmination of everything that gets to be hard. And the, I think the, the advantage rule has is he can think to himself, it wouldn't have mattered who coached that game. That was the outcome. And it probably could have been worse if someone else was coaching it. It wasn't healthy, but it was a very healthy beating and exposure of what this team is. I mean, frankly, I don't know, you know if you know Marcus Washington, Alex Bullock, like you can go down the list. 
frankly, Heinrich Harburg, they do not have anything close to anything resembling an elite offense that will threaten you in multiple ways. Oh, they gosh, just don't. not even close. Like, they don't have a pass catcher who would start for Colorado who went 1-11 last year. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So I, it's just you want to take the magic weight loss pill, but now you realize you're probably going to have to work out for the next 12 months to see a difference. Yeah. But, you know? and, and keep in mind to, to also – not to just make a million excuses for rule, but like Xavier Betts leaves the team in the middle of camp. Uh, Garcia Castaneda, who was the starting wide receiver, gets hurt in the first game. The the Georgia tr- and LSU transfer Eric Gilbert, who was the former number one tight end in the country, he didn't get a get a a waiver and then robbed a vape shop, and now he's off the team. Like they thought he was going to be in the fold. They you lose your top two running backs. I say all that to say like this already wasn't a very talented offensive crew and it's top shelf talent all got either hurt or benched. And so I mean I, I saw these numbers today. This is from uh at it's a Huskers X's and O's. Nebraska's offense versus power five opponents. Plays per game, uh, 130th in the country. Yards per game, 107th in the country. Points per game, 10.3, 129th in the country. Country Yards per point, 30.5, 132nd in the country. Red zone points per game, 3.3, 133rd in the country. I could go on and on, but you get, like, basically dead last, you know? Like, this, this offense is really not good. Yeah. It reminds you like of a Doc Sadler offense where you go, who's going to score on this floor? Yeah. You're going to have to win with defense and special teams and mm-hmm. turnovers. And you're going to have to win those those the hidden yardage. I mean, you lose by 38, the fourth worst home loss since 2000. Hard to believe there have been three words, but there have. Yeah. There have. Well, I think they almost um, got shut about- out for the first time since 1996. And, I mean, it took a Josh Fleek 75-yard or whatever it was, 70 70- plus yard touchdown run in mop-up time to avoid a shutout. How about this? What's more impressive, the sellout streak or the shutout streak? <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Which one do you, would you be? Would you rather give up if you had to give up you gotta one? Give One's got to go. One's got to go. Which one is it? Butts in the seats to see a team that doesn't win or points on the uh, board even though you lose and only put up seven. Man. Well... Last week, Chick, it was, you know, with Michigan, number two ranked team coming to town, there was not a lot of there was not a lot of Kevin McAllister, older brother around Lincoln. Bus, okay. There, there was not, not a lot of, a lot of not a lot of light year. There's not, not a lot, a lot of light, of light year. year. Not a lot of not a lot of astronaut Aldrin <laughs> happening. <laughs> there was very minimal McAllister older brother going on around these parts. <laughs> I'm going to put this on the poll. Last Saturday, did you notice a minimal amount of Kevin McAllister <laughs> older brother? <laughs> that is good. Okay. <laughs> that is good. That's a good question. This episode of the Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by Fairberry. It is the partnership you've all been waiting for. Fairberry, the official hot dog of Husker Nation, has partnered with Schick and Nick. The partnership between Fairberry and Husker football is longstanding and brings together two Nebraska favorites, football and hot dogs. So why not the Schick and Nick show 
And Fairbury. And Fairbury's distinctive red hot dogs have long been a fan favorite in Nebraska and northern Kansas, and they're often associated with tailgate parties, sports concessions, and family fun. Bring the spirit of the game home with Fairbury hot dogs for the whole family. Whether you're watching a game at home or Memorial Stadium, you can celebrate Husker pride with Fairbury premium quality hot dogs. We are proud to be a part of Nebraska's traditions and its community. Two values that Fairbury holds dear as the official hot dog of the Corn Huskers. Again, it's Chicken Nick and Fairbury. Nothing goes better with a Chicken Nick show than Fairbury. Can I can I give you yeah. one more thing? As I'm just I'm, I'm unloading a bunch of thoughts to, un, yeah. onto you. It also is. And and Trev had had to do it because of you know it was going to be on the agenda list for the board of regents meeting and things are already in motion so he had to have that press conference last week where he unveiled the the preliminary plans to a four hundred and fifty million dollar renovation to Memorial Stadium and it's it's also just kind of unfortunate for that to happen and then that game to happen and it just got me to thinking and I'm not one of those people that like. I'm upset necessarily about it, but it is like, you know, they just opened last month a $165 million brand new practice facility. They now are unveiling a nearly $500 million renovation to Memorial Stadium. We're, we're now over almost a half a billion dollar investment into Nebraska football. And you just, I couldn't help but stop and think and go like, okay, when you combine that with the sellout streak and all the people, the 90,000 people that continue to come, it is remarkable how much is being invested tangibly and intangibly into this football program, and it is providing nothing in return. Nothing. Saturday enjoyment doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> Saturday festivity, something to do. Something to do. I guess that would be it. It provides it provides a, place, a reason to go outside, a, a reason to do things. Okay, is has Nebraska as attending a Bra- Nebraska football games simply turned into a reason to go outside? <laughs> Look, it's like dead money following dead money, but it's at some point it's almost like when you realize, like, look, we can't move. The interest rates are too high. It costs too much money. Our house is fine. It's an okay neighborhood. Our kids are what they are. We might as well do some interior remodeling here and just enjoy it while we're here because this is the lot in life that we have. Mm -hmm. So we might as well invest in ourselves so we can at least aesthetically. Like, yes, the pipes might be broken, but at least the, you know, we got some good shiplap. Up. I mean, it looks good. It looks yeah. fun. We got yeah. some good backyard turf. We put in a basketball hoop, and we're remodeling the kitchen. If this is our daily ex- existence, at least the experience can be a little more aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's what like, I'm not saying that like Memorial Stadium probably it does. There there are some. It's not like you're remodeling for the sake of remodeling. You know, like the mansion right. on the corner that's that's perfect, and they're like, oh, looks like they're adding more to the pool. And, you know, like it's not one of those things where, like, I do believe that the East Stadium and all those sorts of things do need a facelift and, all, and whatnot. I'm just simply – it's more the optics of it 
You know, you see price tags of $450 million and the $165 million, and you see the sellout streak, and you see the sea of red, and you and you and then you take into consideration what the past, really in particular, eight seasons, but you know, almost 20 years now have, have looked like and felt like, and it's more of just the optics of like, wow, this is a remarkable level of investment from a lot of different people on a lot of different levels that quite frankly, has not really done much. You know, this is like the, them realizing if you don't have the fans, you've got nothing. If you don't have your health, you've got nothing. <laughs> you know, we need to, like the sellout streak is it. The fans are it. This is our biggest thing. So right. we need to treat them well because the on-field product has not been good enough to keep butts in the seats. So now we need to make turn this into a uh, an entertainment district, yeah. an entertainment stadium to keep fans coming. Because if we're not selling this thing out, it's certainly not going to be the on-field product that's keeping people showing up. God. So we need to make sure that others are. And we'll cut seats. Yes. And yeah, we'll cutting cut 20,000 seats, all that stuff. And that's what's – I mean, what's so stupid is to listen to the tone of this conversation and and then be like, well, what happened this weekend? Oh, they got, they're in a re, year one of a rebuild, and they got beat by a team that might win the national championship. So, like, I'm fully aware of, like, how stupid this reaction is. It just – Man, it gets hard. It gets hard when you're now the program where people are pulling their starters one drive into the third quarter and making out with their girlfriend on the sidelines. Like you're like, all oh, right, this is just not good. I've had better. I've had better Saturdays. Imagine if you had uh, if you had to host a daily radio show for three hours a day. Doing this. <laughs> I know it'd be hard. It would. It it's, would be hard. It's the same. It's the same thing for eight years. Well, that it's I know the same. that's. A, Stuff. What is uh I mean Chattel basically the the beginning the first couple lines of his column kind of like mirrored what I think a lot of people that have kind of been in the daily grind of it ha- have felt like where I'm trying to find it here but it's something like I've 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 wrote this column so many times over the past 20 years that I should just have it like ready to like go on on deck you know, and that's how it feels like a lot of the stuff we're talking about and feeling it's all not necessarily new. It's all stuff we felt time and time again over the course of of the the, the last decade. And yeah, just I don't know. You just you wonder it was an interesting week, though. I'll be real interested what this week is like from the fans. And if Nebraska, they if they don't go win at Illinois on Friday, and then they're going to have a bye week, and then Northwestern comes to town, like boy, there's going to be a there's going to be a two week period there where there's just you talk about minimal Kevin McAllister older brother, they're going to be minimal, minimal Woody best friend up in that thing. I want to ask this question: Did Dirk Chatlin get out at the right time? <laughs> Put it on the poll. Hey. Hey, hey, what, Dirk? Hey, hey. I do feel like Dirk felt um, like, I think Dirk was all the all the things that I'm kind of voicing right now is where oh, Dirk yeah. was like three years ago, where he's just like, I, I, I yeah. am I am at my, I'm at the brink. Time to write 25th in glory. That's what he's got to do. Gotta go, he's got to have to just going. update it. Yeah. That's what he's going to have to do. 33rd in Calvert. The story of Nick Baugh, Jake Muhlheisen, Barrett Rude and Bo Rude. 
Things are getting so bad that he takes a great idea, 24th and Glory, and then just starts writing about intersections Anything, where you some know? people that of some decent athletic prowess were born. <laughs> you know, just Dirk Chatlin presents 168th and Giles, the new beanery. <laughs> Here's the book, 148th and Maple, with Matt Schick. <laughs> Owned a townhome for two and a half years. For two and a half years. On the mean streets of Maple and 148th Court. Champions Golf Course was simply two blocks away from where he used to live. What are the chances? What are the odds of such proximity? <laughs> Today, a new book from Dirk Chatlin, 48th and Van Dorn. <laughs> oh, God. 48th and go Van on, Dorn. Go read, go read 24th and Glory, Mike. Shoot 360, yet to open. But can you believe a book is already written about it? It's ridiculous. We are totally minimizing what was like an amazing book with amazing. It's oh, like we kid, we kid because we're just yeah. Dirk, any thoughts of us making fun of your book? Hey, okay, Dirk. It's hard to tell a bunch of people who have been in the. This is the Moses. Been exiled from Babylon, and it's 40 years in the desert, and you're telling them, just be patient. Just, just be patient. Just hang on, man. Just hang on. You're like, whew, okay. Wow. Seriously? Hey. That's what that's yeah. the reaction would be. I don't, I don't have time for patience. God, it's like you're in a doctor's waiting room, and you're like, People came in after you, and they're getting called back before you, and you're like, whoa, 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 hold on. Like, Iowa State, Iowa State. You're like, hey, hey, no way. No way you're going to have a good season before us. Kansas, what? Is there a uh, is there a Tennessee Volunteers here, your appointment? <laughs> Tennessee Volunteers? Dr. Success will see Oregon State. Oregon State. You're like, seriously? <laughs> Oregon State? We're in the waiting room. It's, uh, it's been a while since we've seen uh, this person. Uh, Dr. Uh, welcome Back to Relevance is here to see the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Miami? Is there, is there a Fresno State in the waiting room? No Fresno? way! At some point, you go back to the front desk. Like, hi, I've been here for uh, 22 years. Um, just making sure I was checked in and Dr. Success and relevance knows that I'm back there. It's like, yeah, you're checked in. We, we know you're here. Like, okay. All right. I'll go read my sports illustrated for kids one more time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a dual appointment here and, uh, we thought this was in the, uh, thought we misread this for the, uh, 
basketball, but no, this is the uh, the football teams are here. Uh, Duke and Kentucky? Uh, no way! No! You're at a restaurant. See all these people. Just—it's like the Seinfeld episode at the Chinese restaurant. That's exactly wait, what this is. Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've been here way longer. And than- then, and then the moment you leave, the moment you give up and say I'm done with Nebraska, Seinfeld fall. Yeah. <laughs> Nebraska football. Seinfeld fall. That's exact. That's what it is. The moment you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave the waiting room. Doctor success and relevant. Totally ready to see you. <laughs> so just be patient. Your table will be ready. Oh, my gosh. In just a moment. I think we stumbled. I don't know how that happened, but we stumbled on the perfect analogy for what is going on. It's great. Sports Illustrated for kids. Love it. Shouts out to it. Quick time out here from the Shikinick podcast, the Shikinick show, to tell you about our friends at Pillar Exteriors. You know there's no job too big. Are too small for them to take on. They'll do residential roofing, commercial roofing, siding, windows, gutters, and everything in between. Did you know that if you go to their website, PillarExteriors.com, you can fill out a quick form, contact them, learn more, get a free complimentary consultation, get a quote, and figure out how they can help you. It's not just if they can help you, it's when. They will do so once you fill it out and you tell them what you need. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. Got it. Got it. Sorry, Kent. Calm down. Kent got too excited at that, that idea. You know what else is nice about Pillar Exteriors? They're a complete exteriors company. You don't have to say, okay, we're going to use that company for this, this company for that. They're, no, they do it all. Roofing, siding, windows, gutters, and more. Again, from the top of the roof to the concrete you walk on, Pillar Exteriors covers you the Pillar Exteriors way with strength and integrity. They bleed Husker red. You need to hit them up. They are officially our best friends. We are all going to, we got chicks getting remarried. I'm getting remarried. We're going to renew our vows with our wives. They are our groomsmen. They are our best men. They are the ushers. They are our godparent. They are everything to us. Is that not accurate? All because they gave us hats. You know, when insurance doesn't cover everything, they also offer financing. That is the Pillar Roofing Promise. 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. Marriage pending. (laughs) (laughs) Saw this. uh, uh, Jason Benetti and Brock Heward and Allison Williams, I believe, went to Machachos there in Lincoln. Eric tweeted in when he saw that that had happened. (laughs) Jason Benetti to the cashier. And let's do double beans in that burrito. Brock, about three people deep. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so ridiculous. Well said. Again, people just get well minimized. Said. They see Brock Heward, a picture of him, and they think of the drop, and it's just who they are now, you know? We did ask for people's uh, Fairberry. Yeah. Things. There were some that were out there. That I saw a tweet. Nothing. Nothing goes better than getting beat down than Fairberry <laughs> after the game. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. So this. This was uh, someone at a fun a fun night. Tweeted this thing out. Knee family reunion. Tweeted this thing out. Nothing goes better with elementary school fun night than Fairberry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
we are looking for your uh, Husker Football Memorial Stadium. More of these, and we I think we have enough. Uh, but uh, we want to make some sort of a Fairberry hot dog hype video, much like uh, football teams do for their games. That's what we need. So That's what we need. We lack touchdowns. Got to have more hot dogs. Jeff tweets, Infil- uh, Chicken Nick Show is infiltrating my dog walks now. Rory, my dog, does a high leg lift to hit some flowers in a neighbor's yard. My first thought is, it's hard peeing in a plant box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It's hard telling in the press box. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, Great week that it was. Another great week uh, coming up for Nebraska football. Colorado showed well. Yeah, hey, it's USC. Boy, showed some fight. I, you know, I didn't watch the, I didn't watch the fanny waxing portion of that game. I watched the, the comeback portion. It was exciting. It was very exciting. They were close to making that thing interesting. Real interesting. They were. There are still I think I think I'm out of people tweeting at me about how bad Colorado is now. I thought that was a an okay performance, oh but we'll see if they get to a bowl game. They got to win the next 2 weeks. Arizona State and Stanford. Got to win the next 2. Oh, don't you sound like you're In over it. Don't tell me you're over it already. Are you over no, it? No, no. Okay, all right. I was going to say Absolutely not. It's a good spot to be. Still relevant. People still talking about you. Well, it's I mean, at least your team scores touchdowns. You got to think about that. I'll put that on the poll. Is it a bad sign? If your football team cannot score touchdowns. Usually an issue. Usually. Not um, always. Usually. You, you mentioned the lack of Woody's favorite uh, friend, mm-hmm. Buzz. Did you see any of the Toy Story Fun Day football? What was that? I mean, I saw like that stuff popping up on my timeline, and I don't even know what's going on. Like, what, what's going on so with that? On Sunday, ESPN Plus did an alternate broadcast of the Jaguars-Falcons game, and they did it in Andy's bedroom. Like, it's an actual Pixar. All the players were animated. They had Booger McFarlane and Drew Carter doing color and play-by-play. They all had, uh, like, noids, not whatever, whatever, nodes on them all over their body like you would if you're doing stuff for a video game. And they're doing the commentary. And the entire game, you could see the all twenty-two. Wow! And they're doing play-by-play, and they're—it was great. It was a lot of fun to watch. I watched about twenty minutes of it. There's some clips online. Tory Story Fun Day. They didn't have this when we when we were growing up. They didn't have. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Thundercats Thursday Night Football. Do you imagine it's that? For- Coming up this Thursday, it's Tiny Toon Adventures Thursday Football. You're like, yeah. Followed by Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy NBA. You're like, this is going to be incredible. <laughs> That's what you imagine. It's Dad Marino and Jim Kelly and Tom and Jerry. And Tom and Jerry, can you believe it? We had, see, this is what people don't understand. Remember when the first time the first down marker was shown? That was a big deal yeah. for us. Like the first time, you're like, "Whoa, what a time to be alive!" You know where the first down marker is. And then, how about how about when they showed the score of the game? Was just gonna say. Was just gonna say that. Can you believe when you do watch old games and you just have no idea what the score is? You know, I'm like, "There's Doc Rivers from 15. Got it. Big shot." You're like, "What? what did they take the lead?" They're like, "Boston trails by 17." You're like, "Oh, okay. well, what the heck." That's when the announcer's inflection actually was important. Yes. Because you could tell by what they said. And then when they did start putting the score in there, 
it took, you know, if you watch sports all the time, you knew it. But then someone would walk in the room who didn't understand. Like, what's the score? Like, you idiot. It's right there. It's right on the, it's right on the screen. What world have you been in for the past week? <laughs> Welcome to this week. Am I right? Hey, Ted, he hasn't watched sports in a week. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> time now for your... See who's got the power of the right arm and the power of Grayskull. Welcome to the He-Man. <laughs> Sunday morning football. Boy, that's an interesting thought. What would what would have been growing up the ultimate Toy Story type thing? Man, I'd have Maybe to like think about that. Care Bears? Care Bears would be big. Bears? Smurfs would have been big up in that thing. I mean, Looney Tunes. Like I'm trying to appeal to both genders, right? Because Toy right. Story is like all-encompassing. Yes. Everyone loves it. Yep. Thundercats, maybe more boy-oriented. Right. Care Bears, you know, Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. No. Trying to think. Smurfs. Smurfs would have been big. Smurfs probably would have been the biggest. I mean, your boy, your boy would. I mean, a Looney Tunes one would have been all that in a bag of chips. That's. <laughs> I mean, they basically did that with Space Jam. <laughs> You ever seen Space Jam? They did it already. Yeah, I've I've seen it. I'm going to put that on a poll. Would Looney Tunes have been all that (laughs) in a bag of chips? (laughs) All right. Uh, We've had our commentary. Anything else college football-wise that we need to uh, get into here? I think we've kind of hit it all. There's a a bunch of teams I think that can win it all. Georgia's not terribly impressive, but, you know, they play with their food for two and a half, three quarters, uh, and then they finally put their foot down to do something, but I don't think they're all that – that great? No. Um, I mean, are you are you you buy Oregon and Texas as like legitimate contenders? I do, just because of the lines of scrimmage. I think they've got something special there, and they have good quarterbacks. I mean, you think about it; it's like Quinn Ewers, <laughs> Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., Caleb Williams, Heinrich Harper. Hey! Hey! hey. Oh, no, I'm just no. I I like. Wait a minute, dog. I like him. Hey, I like. Hey, say, you forget where you come from. Ain't you from Carney? Dog, you from Carney? You from the same streets that Heine came up on? The same streets, Heine. You need to look at your Heine more often. I'll put that in the poll. Does Chicken need to look at his Heine <laughs> more often? I think so. You you done forgot where you come from, Mr. Carney boy. <laughs> I know your your plan F was always to go back to Carney to do TV. Well, good luck with that now, partner. You <laughs> do shots at Heine. Yeah, I like Heine. I like Heine. Me likey Heine. I like him a lot. You just, you know, if you uh, want to break through, yeah. you just have to have a transcended quarterback. Yeah, amen you know, I've that. heard. Amen I'm just going to say this, and I don't know if anyone has ever said this before. It's a quarterback-driven sport. Well, It yeah. really is. I, I, this might feel like a hot, hot take-ish. It's not meant to be. I'd argue it's the most important position in all of sports. I just, I don't okay. feel like just let that sink in. Maybe go on a walk, look at a pond, feed a duck or two, and then you'll understand. You want to win because of your quarterback, not in spite of him. Write that one down. Okay. Have to feed the ducks and think about that one before I really commit to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think they're to recap. Yada uh, yada yada. Yeah, wa- I like Washington. Ducks. I like Washington. You know they they kind of tool around a little bit too. But in terms of what they've done, 
Florida State probably has a, the best resume Ooh. along with Texas. But Danny Florida Connell State, you know, not two. running the ball well. I hear you on that, you know. But what team, yep. what other team in the country beats you and then the starting quarterback kisses the other team's girlfriends? Think about that. Like, that. that's something the committee's got to take into consideration. <laughs> in the selection committee, the college football playoff selection committee meeting room, all right, let's look at these game sheets here. Let's look them up. All right, wins over FPI, top 20. Yep. Okay, that's a pretty much even here. Anyone have a comment they'd like to make here about Michigan as we compare them to Texas? <laughs> Bob, go ahead. Yeah, just a quick take here. Uh, did you guys all notice during the Nebraska game, this was week four, week five, whatever it was, the starting quarterback was not only not in the game, but he was making out with his girlfriend <laughs> during the game. I'd like to recast my vote. Yes, me as well. Me too. Great. Michigan, you're in the playoff. Congratulations. You're the number one seed. Reese Davis now with the Great. college football committee chair. What was the deciding <laughs> factor? What was that deciding metric that really pushed Michigan to the number one spot? <laughs> McCarthy kissing girlfriends. We just felt like that really showed the dominance of this team. And that's like his finishing move. It's like when Jake the Snake would pull out the snake and put it on his opponent, like, as you know, it's over. Like, when McCarthy starts kissing his girlfriend, you're like, oh, no, it's over! McCarthy's kissing his girlfriend! (laughs) Like, Razor Ramon and the Razor's Edge. Yes, yes! Hulk Hogan and the big leg. Yes! (laughs) Macho Man Randy Savage off the top rope, the flying elbow. Yep. Brutus the Berber Beefcake in the Sleeper Hold. Yeah, Ric Flair in the Figure Four. And then J.J. McCarthy <laughs> and kissing his girlfriend. When McCarthy kisses his girlfriend, it is over. You give him the WWF title immediately. I couldn't believe when they cut to that. I was like, really? Wow. This dude's kissing his girlfriend. It's amazing. I don't know this didn't get more run. I don't know. I think it's incredible. We're going to the look at that cutaway of the sidelines. Michigan, they're, they're playing Yahtzee. <laughs> oh, look at them. They're playing Twister over there. The, the, the whole starting O line's playing the, Twister. That's quite a sight. Start, the starters are playing. Is that five card stud? They're playing. Oh, they're playing five card stud. This isn't good. I mean, what's next? What is next for Michigan? Where they got they got to entertain themselves on the sidelines. Right, as parents, you know you have to come prepared yes. for in for that. That's where Harbaugh is at on the road. He's like, "All right, guys, we got our helmets, shoulder pads. We got Uno, Monopoly. We got a deck of cards. Uh, we each got. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's where we're at. We got fruit snacks. McCarthy, you can bring your girlfriend. All right, okay, guys, let's go to Nebraska. Blake Corm, how'd you feel about the day? Ah, I was okay. Well, what happened? Well, we won the game, but it got beaten. Pickup sticks. <laughs> You seem upset. What happened? Yeah. Catchphrase kind of got me today. Wasn't really, you know, it wasn't, my mind wasn't working too good. But anyways, no. I ran for 250 yards and four touchdowns. So that went well, at least. We're playing taboo, and I said one of the words on the card. (laughs) Yeah. Tough break. It's really tough. tough. It's a tough one, you know. All right, quick timeout. We're going to call full timeout, tell you about our good, uh, good pal. Uh, over here on a ride without Paul here from the Beanery. We actually, I know this might violate some sort of privacy. Uh, Matt Rule, uh, who went through the drive through the Beanery, and uh, this is a- actual audio of, uh, I think they said, Welcome to the Beanery. May I take your order, please? What would you like? 
Um, okay. That's all we could. We were allowed one second, and that's all we got. Is that is that it? Is that all we got, Matt? Is that the only thing we have? Yes. Thank you, Matt. Matt was uh, very excited. He was uh, he was he was pumped after that. Was actually audio from uh, from from Matt Davison getting a caramel latte from the beanery after his first drink. Matt, let's play it again. Matt, drink it. Yes. Yes. They got so much there. Specialty coffee drinks, you name it, they got it. Smoothies, peach smoothie, mango smoothie, I mean, strawberry smoothie, strawberry banana smoothie, and they got food. They have bagels, cookies. They have breakfast burritos. Yummyinthetummy.com is not the website. It's actually the beanerycoffee.com where you can check out the entire menu, Mr. Schick. You can check it all out. The prices are so good. You feel like you're in. You have to go back to 09, 010 to me for for prices like that. I mean, you have to go back to 09, 010 to me. Thank you very much, uh, Nick. It's the beanery established in Gretna in 03, not 09, 010. In 2003, and they've just been great through the years. They've got <laughs> they've got shops in Gretna, Ashland, Papillion, and 168th and Childs. I still can't believe you're on the big screen for that. And you said 09010. I did it. They've got – oh, my God. Uh, all their hot drinks can be made iced or frozen. It's The Beanery. Check them out at thebeanerycoffee.com. It's The Beanery, serving people coffee. Uh, let's do a quick uh, look at the polls here before we get out. Uh, the polls are brought to you by Pillar Exteriors. Contact them for all of your roofing needs, uh, gutters, windows, siding. They do everything. Yep. 402-919-ROOF for Pillar Exteriors. Here are your polls from last week. Had anyone ever uttered the phrase, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now before <laughs> Ryan Day said it? 80% said no. Someone responded with, mailman Todd responded with, his wife. Touche. Mustache, Touche. Adams, mustache Adams says, maybe his live-in nurse. Okay, guys, thank you. <laughs> Who ends up with more wins at the end of the year, Colorado or Nebraska? Nebraska, 64% of the votes. Ooh, yikes. Did you think in August you would ever utter the phrase, I I did a BC there. I did. Did you think in August you would ever utter the phrase, I think we should stick with Harburg? 77% said no. Yeah. The 23% Is, was the the city of Kearney. Kearney was like, we tried right. it. We, we figured we would. Mean streets of Kearney. Yep. Is Matt Rule hoping Tom Osborne doesn't give Michigan bulletin board material? 92% said yes. Oh, boy. Could you imagine what that game would have been like if Coach Osborne would have provided some, let's go back to 97 and play that game. I think we'd win. Like, uh uh-oh. Final score, 185, nothing. Watches the blowout loss. This is a big ordeal. (laughs) (laughs) This is a big deal. Was Lou Holtz watching a rerun of Matlock when Ryan Day called him out? 90% said yes. Oh, I love that question. Uh, here's a question about like Matlock being the eternal, like old person show. Like, well, that when was that changed? I mean, are we gonna be like, is it gonna be like the years 2093? And people are like, what are you doing watching Matlock? Like at some point, it's like, what are you doing? Watching the office? It's like, hey! Yeah. Hey! What are you hanging out watching Law and Order? What do you mean? It's still going on. Come on, what's wrong with that? What are you watching? American Idol? You're like, you shut your mouth. I was watching The Voice 3.0. Come on. Is the Heisman chilling at Kearney Catholic right now? 79% said yes. 24-7, dog. 24-7. Chilling. Was it Rule's mom or this show that alerted Rule to his um usage? 
74% said the show. You're welcome. Um, Is Nebraska the greatest team of all time? 71% said yes. That's good. Keep Got to stay confident. You got to believe. We also did Harburg or Sims. 84% said Harburg. Yeah, right. I think that's it. That's all she I think wrote? That's it for the show. That's all she wrote? That's it. Okay, well. Well, I think we solve some of the world's problems. Oh, we I don't do think a waiting room uh, exercise that with Nebraska. Good. We'll see if uh, their name gets called for their appointment or for their reservation at the uh, restaurant. Yeah. Until then, we'll be here until it does. Right, Tyler? You're going to be here until Nebraska starts winning games? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick Show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. McCarthy's cousin is girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.